There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's a... I mean, it's... No. This is TV worth talking about. This is Shrine of Telly. Hello and welcome to Shrine of Telly. I'm Hannah. I'm Brendan. And I'm Rebecca. And on this week's podcast, I am not an incredibly scaldy mess anymore, which is a triumph. However, I was witness to, but not part of a brawl in an airport, which I will tell you about shortly. Meanwhile, Rebecca has been living the high life in five-star hotels and Brendan's been... Actually, I don't know what you've been doing, Brendan, so we're all going to find that out together. And in telly, what we're all here for, we will be gushing over new Channel 4 drama, Big Boys, looking ahead to the return of True Detective, diving into some BBC news and chatting the brand new Star Wars series, the Keely Hall starring Midwich Cuckoos, Pistol and of course, Love Island. I can't wait for Love Island. That's what my brain is sounded like for the last three days. Just yeah. that noise. It just plays in over my head. Over and over. So what's up, guys? How are you? What is up? First of all, can we just say a big thanks to everyone who supports us on Patreon? Can we do that just first? Is that yes. okay? Yes. Just to be polite. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. No, thank you so yeah, much. So just to let you know that like you can get our episodes early uh, by supporting us on patreon.com forward slash shrine pod. Thank you to everyone who continues to support us, including Stephen Bowden, Daniel Scott, Rachel Tilsley and Julie Packham whose name reminds me of the woman who made the dress, the Bond dress for um, Kate, Middleton. Kate Middleton. The gold one. Ju- is her name Julie Packham? I'm not sure, but it's absolutely Peckham. gorgeous dress. So if uh, that Julie is anything like this Julie, then we're laughing. You've got great taste. Thank you so much. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Shrine Pot. Uh, Hannah. Thank you, guys. I think, uh, can we start with the with the airport brawl? Please. For fuck's sake, right? So you've all heard how bad I sounded on the podcast last week. Like I was incredibly hungover. Like to the point where like it was I wasn't even hungover anymore. I'd gone to this new state of just exhaustion. exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. And everything in my house is a mess. And I could like, you know, when you're so tired you could cry. Like I couldn't believe that I had to fly on an airplane again. Went to the airport, my plane today by two and a half hours, had this like gorgeous evening planned with one of the girls, had our like food picked out that we were getting from the takeaway and everything. I didn't get into her house until half twelve when I eventually landed oh, in Stansted after two hours of drama. Um, there wasn't even trains running. It was the dead of night. I had to get an Uber, which cost well over a hundred pounds. Oh my oh, god. Nice. It was a effing nightmare. Well, however, so I was down at the gate having absolute World War Three with a certain uh, budget airline trying to get on a flight that went to the same airport an hour earlier than ours, even though ours was cancelled. And a brawl that made the Daily Mail, it made international headlines, broke out in front of me, guys. I've never seen anything like it. It was a bare knuckle fist fight in the airport with about 30 people. Um, I would say 
Forty Gardy, um, sniffer dogs, vests. When my flight landed in London, it was surrounded by British police who came on looking for two men and every male passenger that got off the plane had to have their passport checked. I I, I was actually like, is this still the hen? Girls just <laughs> give it up like I'm still on the hen. Oh my God. It was crazy. Like you thought it was an extension of the murder mystery at one stage. I did. That's where all the actors were. They were just fighting in Dublin airport. But it was honestly, when it was like being in a film set was so dramatic and they didn't tell us what was going on so at one point when I had come back from another gate of trying to get on a flight back to my own gate which is where the brawl was happening I thought someone genuinely had a bomb or like a suicide vest it was that many police and like when you see that many police in the airport You're and like dogs panic. and everything I'm and no one is thinking to do a little announcement to tell you not to have a fucking panic attack like and you're already hung over can you imagine what I was like in that airport like no, shook no. from the weekend I was shook even seeing your videos and pictures to be honest with you Hannah so when you actually got to London though how was it you went to a podcast show it was absolutely incredible. So I went to the very first podcast show, London, which is essentially not necessarily an industry event, but if you want to be a podcaster, you have a podcast, you work for a company that loves podcasts or has a podcast arm, loads of people were there. There was panels. Louis, Th- I actually stood in two rooms with Louis Theroux, guys. Oh one very large room and then one very small room. <laughs> um, Louis Theroux was there, Fern Cotton was there, Gary Lineker was there, all talking about their podcast and their podcast companies. And ACAS, the amazing company I work for, had a, um, a section there. So yeah, it was for two days in London. It, it had never been on before. So like, I really didn't know what to expect. And I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed myself. So, so good. And Hannah, you then had to wait. It was, it's all been gone on for you. You've had a b- very busy few weeks. Uh, can you tell us who you were sitting beside at a wedding the other day? <laughs> yeah, go through so this. Do you, think, do you think it's okay to say this? Well, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's not breaking any like GDPR thing or any privacy thing. I think yeah, I think it's, it's okay. Secret, like you just like... you just saw somebody at a wedding. Yeah. So yeah, it's like you saw so... Louis through at the podcast thing and then you saw Blah at the wedding. Exactly. And I did see Louis through and he was very tall and it was very exciting. And I was thinking when I go for a photo and then I said, I better not. It's a bit cringy like because I was in work, but um, a huge regret of mine. So, yeah, I got back from London on Friday. I had to go to a wedding on Saturday, which I again, I, cu- I couldn't believe like the exhaustion levels. I, can t- I didn't know where I was. I didn't know where my stuff was. So I went to a wedding of um, a very posh friend of ours in a house that the bride owned, which was like, I've ne- I, I didn't know wealth like that existed in Ireland. Anyway, I was sitting back to back with none other than Conversations with Friends author Sally Rooney. Oh my and I God. Was, I know. And I was too embarrassed to talk to her, but obviously Craig burned the ears off her. So I was like, Craig, honestly, what's your character in her next book? <laughs> um, but she was very, very nice. Very oh my nice. God, the glamour of that. So good. I know. Can you believe it? Like, and here's us talking about conversations with friends every week. Yeah. Like lay people and then me <laughs> rubbing shoulders with the author. So, so good. Yeah, like, it's just a thing. Brawls to best selling authors. What a week you've had. Yeah, Brawls to best selling authors. There's the, there's the title of your memoir, there's my the love. autobiography, guys, you know. And come oh here, Rebecca, God. you were in a five star hotel. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So I went to um, the, is it the Cliff House Hotel? It's in Waterford, which is stunning. In the south of the country, I believe. 
yeah, don't ask me about geography, Jesus. It is right. <laughs> and um, anyway, absolutely beautiful place. Hannah, you'd gone before, so it was on my list after I saw you went. And uh, anyway, when I got there, right, walked in. I was a little bit late checking in. The check-in was at three o'clock. So um, I think we got there about half three. It was a really sunny day. We got great weather. And I, I went up to the desk and the girl said, we've given you a free room upgrade. I said, shut the front door. Like, stop it. Because every room shut overlooks up. the... To what did you get upgraded to? It's so, like, Every room in the hotel is built into a cliff. It overlooks Ardmore, um, the, like the bay, and it's beautiful. So every room has a nice view. Yeah. But when we got there, we were in the room. Like, we were in... We were at the very top of the hotel. So we had our own terrace. And there was two baths on the terrace. So we sat out and I had four baths in, in a day. Oh, the dream. I sat out and I drank a bottle of Prosecco and sat in the bath and looked at the sea and it was I felt like I was in Big Little Lies yeah it's that's heaven now that it is was heaven. heaven on earth like absolute heaven on earth so yeah that's what I did at the weekend for my birthday and uh, I've no other major news I watched um, a whole series yesterday that I know you guys are going to be talking about and I thoroughly enjoyed that and I painted some doors in my house so there you go very productive Brendan what's going on with you um, yeah, I Brendan had... I feel like you're an international man of mystery like I... what have you been doing <laughs> I, ha- I really haven't been doing much my friend Hannah came over from London for the weekend and when I tell you we had like the perfect food weekend so we started with uh, brunch in Bread 41 on Saturday we went for dinner in Uno Mass on Saturday and we had the Sunday roast in uh, my favourite Sunday pub uh, the Bull and Castle uh, with the FX Buckley roast and it was delicious and we had drinks and we sat in the sunshine because the weather was amazing, amazing. and just had an awesome around just you know gorgeous weekend of catching up because we haven't seen each other in forever uh, so it was amazing so that's what I've been up to yeah it sounds like you nailed that now to be honest mm. yeah good food now, good drink good guys, company will we talk about TV now yeah let's do it uh, do you want I think we should talk about telly there was a bit of BBC news this week guys did you see it oh, we did yeah but well, like, technically last week because they're going to shut down CBBC and BBC4 and they're going to move them online like they did with BBC3 which yeah. didn't work because then they moved it offline back onto the TV because they were like, obviously everyone loved it and missed it and it's a home for like giving people in comedy and drama a really great start on telly. So they they effed that one up. But apparently that's what they're doing. They're not doing it for three years. But yeah, we're going to be saying goodbye to CBBC and BBC4 and there's uproar. Yeah, well, yeah, not saying goodbye to it. Like they are moving it online, but like some people are saying that like not everyone's going to have access to like uh, a device or a streaming service that they're going to be able to look at it online. But also... Particularly families, which CBBC is, is, you know, based for, created for. Yeah. Um, People are saying, you know, it's really hard for families to have multiple devices for children to be tuning into these online channels. So I don't know, is it even going to happen? Like three years is a long time away for the medium of TV. We could be in a totally different world by then. And also just the amount of money that gets spent on, um, like when they show BBC Three, it costs a fortune to co- to make the decision. So this isn't just like, oh yeah, we're going to move these online to save money. Like I'm assuming they've spent a lot of money analysing this. So like mm. that money that you spent on that, surely you could keep those stations on both TV and online. I don't know how much it costs once you have the licence and all the infrastructure already in place to keep it running. Surely yeah. these things could be run like very minimally. I don't know. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just the fact that BBC Three just came back on TV and now they're kind of doing the same thing again. You're like, uh, what? I know, are they not a bit mortified? Like, I just spread this news out from literally just rowing back on the BBC Three fiasco, yeah. which I'd refer to it as, to be honest. But now they seem to be going ahead. Yeah, sure. Look at. Uh, will we talk about our big shows of the week? Let's do it. Well, my big show of the week, Hannah, which I think is also yours, is, is a big show. As well. 
titled Big Boys. Um, so this is on Channel 4 Weekly on a Thursday night, but all episodes are available already on All 4. And in actual fact, I saw that they'd made all episodes available on All 4 before they... um, Bless you, little sneeze (laughs) there. The hay fever season is rife, mother of Christ. Um, So they put all all episodes on All 4 before they even showed the first episode on Channel 4, which I've I've personally never noticed anyone do before. Maybe that is a thing, but it's the first time I've copped it. Um, So basically, to give you a run-through, Big Boys, it tells the story of two guys Jack and Danny they don't know each other right one's a gay the other is a stereotypical like lads lad but with a heart of gold so these two guys are put together uh, in college to live in like this shed of accommodation basically <laughs> it is it's a prefab <laughs> yeah it's like. a prefab out the back like out the back and, a, and then some um, so they just they bond over the fact that they haven't got to move into the halls and live with everyone else so uh, it's written by uh, Jack Rook and it is about Jack's own life and him starting college, his dad is dying, or his dad has died, uh, and him coming out. And uh, he is played by uh, Dylan Llewellyn, uh, who we know as the wee English fella from Derry Girls. And then uh, Danny is played uh, by a guy called John Pointing. And the, they're both cast, I think, just really, really well. So it's set around 2013. Loads of great references, like... Um, the music. The music's unreal. Yeah, the music is so good. So, like, loads of references, like um, his mom at one point is like, they talk about X Factor, and she's like, oh, Gamu forever. Like, just real throwaway comments. <laughs> I laughed so much at all the cultural references. There's so many of them. Like, they, even at one point, they, um, they he has obviously deliberately written in things that have since changed. So he, one of them says, the oh, Philip Schofield. The Philip Schofield thing like Philip Schofield is still straight obviously then and well sorry people thought he was straight and uh, they talk about loving uh, McDonald's breakfast and they're like but why does it finish at half ten and obviously that's changed recently as well just low the the references the mum thinks that Danny looks like a fella that you'd see on Take Me Out and she's like oh I'd leave my light on for him and like that was so big back then and all the I loved watching this because the, the music that was playing and all the references it's exactly what I remember from when I was in college yeah so I just yeah, felt really that transported was it. back They're to that the time. They're the same age as us. We were in college around that period as well, us mm. lot. So uh, it was a lovely throwback. Also, they've done that perfect thing, which comedies get so right sometimes, which is like that fine line between absolutely breaking your heart and having yeah. you sob your eyes out and having you watch yourself laughing. Yeah, no, it's so good. Uh, really good cast as well. So obviously you've got the two lads and then you've got um, Annette Badland, who I think she was in EastEnders for years. She potentially is still in it, but you'll know her as the pub landlady, yes! Ted Lasso. She's yes! so good. She's so um, Harriet Webb as well she was in season 2 of The Split she played um, the uh, PR girl oh, and Max are we Sil- ever one person removed from <laughs> no, the never. Split on this so, podcast no because the casting is so sublime they're also in everything else and Mark Silcox who you might know uh, if you've watched Joe Lysett's consumer show on Channel 4 Joe Lysett's Got Your Back if you haven't seen that that is actually such a surprise good show it's brilliant oh, I've never watched it it's really good so like he sorts out like you know, if there's complaints against companies or whatever, he goes off and like creates some sort of drama to sort of like You'd get them. You'd love to do that, Brendan. I, I would actually yeah, love you to do would that. Love that I would, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, Mark Silcox you might know from that. Oh, also, I don't know if uh, you guys saw this, but you know Russell T. I never know if it's Davis Dave. or Davies. Davis. Davis. So he um, did an Instagram post about Big Boy. So obviously he wrote It's a Sin. Back in the day, he wrote uh, Queer as Folk. Uh, He did Cucumber. Uh, Is there one called Banana as well? But he wrote to say um, about uh, Big Boys. He's like, this is wonderful. Gay lad grieving for his dad. He describes the whole thing, but he says it's sharp, clever, bold, tender, wise, and looking at men from angles I've never seen before. Um, 
and uh, he's just like highly recommend and then uh, Jack Rook has been like I'm screaming into my phone thank you so much uh, yeah. we watched every hour of your Doctor Who reign um, yeah so there's just a, a lot of love for big boys yeah it's Jack so Rook is in it as well he makes a cameo yeah, and he, he does. does a lot of the voiceover work mm. uh, across all six episodes and like they're really short they're like 25 minutes long you watch it and I watched it in a night in one sitting sat down three hours straight through couldn't get enough yeah yeah, the exact same. And I think it's going to be one of those shows that I will re-watch. Like, it's going to be like me a bit too. like a Gavin and Stacey for me. Just pop it on. Yeah. I yeah. think. It'll and they be did real... describe the mom like a mix between <laughs> Pam and Stacey Shipman. Did yeah. you have that yeah. Pam and Gwen. So. Yeah. Pam yeah, Gwen. so good. Yeah. It's um, it's really good because it's obviously a coming of age story, but it touches a lot on mental health and on yes. grief and dealing with grief and dealing with with your mental health. Um, So it's so special. It's, it's truly such an amazing watch. I watched the whole thing yesterday afternoon and I bawled my eyes out and then I was in stitches laughing yeah. and my boyfriend was painting the doors in my house I was way earlier on I said I painted the doors <laughs> I did not he is painting all the doors in our house like we're just giving the place a bit of a lick of paint you know give it a bit of a fresh spruce it up Summer spruce but yeah, he was crying right. laughing listening to it and he wasn't even watching it he was, it was in the background you know it was his soundtrack to his yeah. painting and he was just like laughing his head off being like what on earth is going on it is 10 out of 10 yeah it is 10 out of 10 yeah um, what, what, is that your big one this week as well or have you, an, have you another big one or are you going to talk about that in a moment guys I'll talk about my big okay, one in a minute okay right um, yours just... is highlight can I also say mm. I, watch, I watch a lot of telly this week making oh, yeah. the last two weeks but I binged Heartstopper on Netflix because everyone said it was great now I think it is for a younger audience but um, I just found it coincidental that I binged two male friendship yes. male romance yeah. shows back to back and they're both incredibly popular and kind of viral at the minute yeah no yeah uh, Heartstopper is gorgeous Gorgeous. It's so, so it's cute. It's lovely. Very yeah, innocent, lovely. but lovely. I caught up on The Staircase this week, so I'm fully up to date. I've watched six episodes. Uh, little spoiler here, if you're not fully up to date and you don't want to know uh, what goes on, uh, are you both okay for me to talk about this now? Yeah, no, I'm up Hannah? to date. Yeah. Are you up um, to date, Hannah? Yeah, I have, no, I haven't been watching it, guys, because I watched the documentary and I'm being snobby about it. I feel like I know everything, but okay. I know I need to stop that and go back and watch mm, it. I okay. still enjoy it. Yeah, the most recent episode... Yeah, yeah, Colin Firth is good. And there is this, a particular scene between Colin Firth and Tony Collette that will leave your jaw on the floor, let me say. An we'll iconic woman moment. Oh, oh, oh sorry. I've just this is the one that we talked about before. This is in like one of the first episodes, Hannah. I think it's an episode one. It takes place in the kitchen. She's preparing dinner and, well. <laughs> is it as bad as that moment from our chalet, Brandon, when I fell off a couch watching it? Oh, it's, yeah, it's kind, it's it's similar. Yeah, it is similar. <laughs> I still haven't right, seen that. Might die back in then. Marcella season three, Rebecca, like you'll oh, absolutely love it. it. It's wild. You have Rebecca, you'll scream. <laughs> you will, it's a scream. It just They just do whatever the fuck they want. It's what, she, She's not even Marcella. It's a brand new show. <laughs> no, like it's not the same. It's a brand new show. It's in Northern Ireland. Like, it's they not the same TV <laughs> show. Totally different show. <laughs> um, so anyway, sorry. I got up on the staircase and the latest, the most recent episode, which is episode six, uh, deals with the, there's different theories about how Kathleen Peterson died, was killed. And the most recent episode deals with the theory that an uh, that an owl uh, attacked her. Yes, now you guys, finally got to it. let me tell you, they did a good job of convincing me. Like, but now, so, so when, when her so when the I can't remember what his role is, but this guy who comes up with the theory, it's their next door neighbor, was he the neighbor? Yeah, but he's yeah, he's their next door right. Right. So he really convinced me, telling me. But then they sort of show but you awful on a jury. They, yeah, Just me? pure reason to buy it. For <laughs> so the last then, but then they show you something. the owl attacking her, and I'm like, uh, yeah, no, that's not that's. When I watched it of how they portrayed it, I went, that's not. 
I think the enough. series is done really well that each episode you kind of you, get you're a different like you can it's it's plausible what could have happened exactly yeah yeah but they do kind of poo poo it in a little way yes. subtly and I feel like maybe the next episode we yeah might get I'm a sure more, I'll change I'm my really mind enjoying it. Uh, really enjoying it as well so the staircase two more episodes to come on now out uh, this Thursday and next there's eight in total and it'll be done. Mm. My God, I get to watch The Staircase on a Thursday and The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, and the I new episode of Kardashians, which I am glued to. Is it good, Hannah? Because I, I obviously I'm, I watched the previous one like over the years, like not massively, but I used to dip in and out. Is this oh, one See, on I'm Disney a Kardashian good? purist, so I'm probably not the best person to like give you a real unbiased opinion, but I just love it. Yeah, I, it's the same way I love Real Housewives. Like, it's just yeah. a, a guilty pleasure of mine, but I don't even feel guilty about it. I'm like, this is excellent. No, I couldn't it. give a shite. I absolutely bounce out of the bed on a Thursday, dying to watch it. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, okay, so the show that I watched this week, my big show of the week is The Lincoln Lawyer. I'm looking Lawyer. at it here. I'm like, so, I'm so thrown by how you've managed to pick this. What, The Lincoln Lawyer? Yeah, I just yeah. honestly was in, it, it was exactly what I was in the mood for at the moment. I love to be able to watch like one episode a day, not really pay attention, kind of give it a bit of interest, don't really care, will watch a second season, won't remember what happened in the first one. Like, it's exactly what I was looking for. It's kind of pure drivel. I've described it, now. I could be wrong, as um, a mixture between... CSI and suits. I know what you mean by the way it's shot. It has a CSI vibe off it. It does. Yeah. Like there, there's that vibe, bit cheesy, dramatic, yeah. you know, music with the guitar and then suits because of the legal drama aspect yeah. and, you know, good looking men in suits. Um, very American. And yeah, it's pure drivel. Obviously, Big Boys was the best thing I watched this week, but this is just a great filler is how I would describe. Right. So it's trending on Netflix. It's been up there at the top, I think, for a while um, since it came out in the middle of May so like the last two weeks but obviously Stranger Things the new season of that which I'm yet to watch um, that's knocked it off the top spot apparently that's fantastic a K-push back at number one back at number one running up that hill Um, so anyway The Lincoln Lawyer have either of you watched this? I've watched the first few episodes actually I probably watched most of it but I, I haven't finished it and I'm dying. No, I haven't watched the I'm TV kind of show, but I'm aware happens. of like the book and the yeah, story and right. stuff. Okay, so Hannah, yeah. So so uh, Michael Connolly wrote a series of books, right? The Lincoln Lawyer. Matthew McConaughey starred as the lawyer in a movie back in 2011. Okay. And that's the first book, yeah. right? But this series has been adapted for television um, by David E. Kelly, who did Big Little Lies and also more recently Anatomy of a Scandal, I believe. Now, I actually just pulled this information from my own mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> this hasn't been fact-checked. Well, someone Google this while I'm talking. <laughs> so, e. Kelly, anyway, I, I think David E. Kelly also did Anatomy of a Scandal. So, oh, he's high drama. He loves a bit of high drama. Yeah, right up our street. Oh, yeah. yeah so, anyway, did, yeah. I loved I loved this vibe of this, right? There's not really, like, too many well-known faces, apart from Neve Campbell, who was in Scream. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah, she's in it. She's his ex-wife, the first ex-wife. Anyway. Yeah. And then there's also a few others who are in Ugly Betty um, as well. So anyway, I just have really thoroughly enjoyed this. I don't know if it's the mood I'm in at the moment, but if you're looking for a bit of a filler series and, you know, you like a bit of legal drama, you know, lots of cryptic characters, you don't know what's going on, this is the one for you. So anyway, it follows a lawyer called Mickey Haller. He runs his practice out of the back of his Lincoln uh, town car. That's why it's called the Lincoln Lawyer, which I didn't put two and two together until my boyfriend said it um, and he basically takes on like big cases small cases all across LA but then right an old kind of friend slash colleagues of his is murdered and um, Mickey 
inherits the whole the law whole firm. Yeah. Oh, the whole firm. He inherits all the cases, the whole law firm, and he then gets landed as being the main defence lawyer on this huge high profile case yeah. of like of this billionaire video games fella who's accused of killing his ex-wife or well his wife and her lover. So I think the reason that I like was like rolled my eyes quite soon it was in the first episode is because if this was to happen in real life and because the guy that owned the law firm had only changed his will like weeks previously yeah. she said um Surely you he would be because of inheriting this company. He's down on his luck, inherits this company with these high profile cases, potentially worth a lot of money. I'd be like, uh, suspect number one. And they don't do that. They're just like, oh, yeah, there you go. Take over that company and take over all these cases. And I'm like, so that I was just like, ah, that wouldn't happen. He obviously had an alibi that they just didn't show the screen. Anyway, the judge didn't ask him. This is what I mean, though, guys. She right? didn't ask him. This is pure drivel. It mm. wouldn't happen in real life. The main fella who plays Mickey is Manuel Garcia Rolfo. I really think he carries a series. I just think there's something lovely about that. Oh, he's man. a very charismatic man. Oh, very charismatic. Yeah. Anyway, I loved that I picked this as my big show of the week. I just didn't want to pick the same thing as both of you because I loved it so much. But The Lincoln Lawyer, pure drivel. And come on now, give me a season two because I'll watch it. Maybe I will finish <laughs> There's it. another seven books. I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So they haven't announced that yet. I might start it. It yeah. sounds good. Oh, you get the Chinese with the feet up cup of tea. You know, you'd be making your tea in the kitchen and you wouldn't miss much. Yeah, I love those pause. where you go up and do upstairs Hoover and then you come back and it's still on and you don't bother to rewind it. Oh, I was booking all my appointments yesterday evening watching it. I was like, lovely stuff. I yes, fall asleep every night. So yeah, 10 episodes in total. I'm on episode 7 now. I could change my tune completely, but there you go, guys. <laughs> love that, love that. Have we some TV news from this week then? Yeah, we have a few bits to lash through. So Love Island, the cast <laughs> got <laughs> announced. <laughs> I'm going to do that every yeah, time. Yeah, I'm buzzing for it. It's back Same. on Monday. Laura Whitmore returns. Ian Sterling returns. 9pm on ITV2 and Virgin Media if you're in the gorgeous island of Ireland. We've got um, a Dubliner starting off. Senior microbiologist Dami, 26-year-old in there. I think it's the first ever Irish OG. Yes. So I'm incredibly excited about that. Michael Owen's daughter. She's also a great British dressage uh, competitor, Gemma 19. She's going in the villa. And we've got the show's first deaf contestant, Tasha. She's a model and dancer from North Yorkshire. She's going in the villa. And they've dropped Boohoo as the show sponsor. And they have decided to go with um, a closet full of pre-worn eBay clothes, which I'm incredibly excited to see. I feel like it's a very good direction for the show to go in. Yeah, and um, apparently it's going to be 10 weeks this year instead of eight, but I don't think they've officially confirmed that. Buzzing, buzzing. Yeah. The, like, the longer the better. I love it. You get so sucked in. You and even do. all the people that say they don't, you as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, No, yeah. I ge- genuine hand on heart, I have not yet. I haven't been sucked in any year. But I think this year could be my year. I genuinely haven't been sucked in at all. Hopefully it's better than last year. Brendan, they have a new villa. Like, I feel like they're trying to make moves in the right direction. Yeah. Small Love Island size moves. But maybe this is the year yeah. for you to just I come just on I just think, in. like, they're like, oh, we're diverse and we're blah, blah, blah. You're fucking not. Like, right. everyone looks the same. Everyone is there. Copy the whole paste. thing for me is that it's so contrived that everyone who enters it is going in there with a game plan to become famous and make money. And finding love is, for many of them, I think, a secondary thing. Um, 
I also think the I way... Know, but look at Molly May who went in fully to make money and now she's one of the most loved up islanders oh, really? with Tommy that we've ever seen. Okay. Yeah, who, love catches you in the most mysterious ways, yeah. Brendan. You never know what's around the corner. And I just think as well, some of the games as well, it's all um, set up to, like, you know, like to have an uneven amount of people so somebody's left out. Like, that stuff is just from, like, Big Brother back in the day, I think. Stuff that just, ah, oh, it's just not pleasant to watch anymore, I don't think. Well, speaking of all that stuff, can I just give a very, very quick podcast recommendation, even though this is a TV, um, That's a TV, TV podcast, but I just have to recommend Unreal from um, the BBC, Sarah and Kale and Pandora Sykes host it. And they're basically looking back at how insane reality TV was over the last 10 years. All of the mental shows that were on telly during the early 90s in particular in Britain, things that got passed. So if you have any interest in that sort of thing, and Brandon, I think you will. I could. I've, could I listened to that episode last it. week. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, so I've only listened yeah. to the Big Brother one, but I'm, I'm interested to go back to Love Island. Yeah, listen, Love Island, um, it, it does just take over. It's not perfect, but like at the same time, if you're looking for that escapism and I would love to see Love Island though with an older demographic I'd love to see 30 plus go in there and actually try and meet yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. that's what I would watch you actually try and meet somebody yes. yeah because you do get 19 year olds in there that I'm like I've never had a serious relationship <laughs> and I'm like Pat that's because you're 19 yeah, yeah exactly um, yeah. but each to their own each to their own yeah totally um, another TV uh, bit of news that I'm really excited about is uh, the potential fourth season of True Detective so this week it was reported that Jodie Foster is going to be taking on the lead role in this and also be the executive producer so we haven't seen True Detective on our screen since 2019 Hannah I remember yourself and myself were watching it um, it was Mahershala Ali um, he was in the lead role in the most recent series and then obviously before that we had uh, Matthew McConaughey and um, who's the other fella Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
We had them. Oh, oh, we had Colin. We had a good few. Colin Farrell? Um, Colin Farrell was in the second season. I didn't watch that. The first one was Matthew McConaughey and the name escapes me. It's going to really annoy me. No. Woody Harrelson. Yes, oh, yeah. thank Woody you. That's going to literally uh, haunt me at night. Anyway, we don't know when this is going to come out. It's called True Detective Night Country and it's all going to be set in Alaska. Six men operating a research station vanish without a trace and then oh, hook two it to my detectives veins. are called in. They're trying to figure out what the hell's going also, on. Also, Jodie Foster. Yeah, yes. like 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Um, so, I cannot wait for that. They rushed season two and season three wasn't great. It wasn't to the heights of season one. They've taken a good bit of time now. So I'm hoping that they come back with a bang. Uh, here now with our uh, TV recommendation of the week is friend of the podcast, Fanula J. Hello there, Gorgie. Shrine of Telly listeners. It's me, Fanula J, here with my TV recommendations. The obvious one, Love Island. The new season has started. I'm genuinely very excited. I feel like... The show had kind of a lull maybe the last two seasons um whereas for the eighth season a lot of changes more sustainable more diversity to a degree uh new villa so i think it could actually be a very interesting time to jump in if you've never watched which i find very hard to believe but anyway um and for older long-term more hardcore fans like myself very exciting and if i can be annoying i'm gonna share another one because i just can't stop thinking about it um the staircase I'm not a true crime person. I didn't actually watch the original documentary, but I am just enthralled by the story, the performances, Colin Firth, what a freaky deaky man he is, um, and Tony Collette, queen of everything. They will get all the awards. Um, I just want to talk about it with everyone, and that's what makes good TV, I think. And that's what makes Love Island so good as well, but two opposite ends of the spectrum. So, so good. Definitely check them out. Love Island is... Virgin Media 2 or ITV2, depending on where you're listening. Um, and then The Staircase is on now. That's how I watch anyway, because I like to I like to build them all up and watch them. Like a little television meal. Delicious. Fanula, you're an icon. Thank you so much. Now, Rebecca, I believe you have a couple of listener recommendations for us. I do. First up, Ashling has been in touch uh, with at Pod on Insta. Says, I'm late to the game, but Icelandic Scandi Noir police procedural trapped is a blinder. I'm halfway through season two, totally addicted, and it's on Prime in the States. So that is trapped. Liz from Essex says, I recently binged The Wilds on Amazon Prime. There are two seasons on there. I thought it was brilliant. I think we may have mentioned this before, guys, but I looked it up anyway. Um, and it follows a group of teenagers who must survive after a plane crash leads them stranded on a deserted island. They then have to tell their stories to investigators who slowly piece together what happened to them. So that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, Terry Ooh. Plimmer was in touch on Twitter, says that he finally watched Dairy Girls, the first two episodes, found it hilarious and says that he needs to watch the rest because they're disappearing from Channel 4 player in mid-June. Oh, are they? Yeah, apparently. So just if you haven't watched it, um, get on it. Um, and we got a lovely message in from Graham Meekin via Patreon and says, fabulous to have you three back. The lovely Sarah and I binged Dublin Murders just to listen to your previous podcast on that show. I think we'll watch anything now. <laughs> Any old shite if you were to shrine it. I don't remember Dublin Murders, but there's a friend of ours, a mutual friend, Ferg, <laughs> who still goes back and listens to our Dublin Murders podcast episodes. No! And, and I dread to think why. Oh my god! I don't know why. I, I'm worried about what's in there. It was like trying to piece together a jigsaw, and then all the pieces were just the fucking same color. Like I'd never clue what was going on. Oh my god! Well, guys, we got through a lot this week. We talked shite, and we actually chatted about TV shows. <laughs> 
Yeah, quick shout out to Pistol, which is uh, Danny Boyle's Sex Pistols documentary starting on Disney Plus this week. Hunted, can you please all please watch it with me? And also Keely Haas starring The Midwich Cuckoos, which comes out this Thursday, the 2nd, which sounds absolutely mental. So let's watch one episode of that each and discuss it next week because I think we'll be howling, guys. The uh, synopsis is nuts um okay a little bit of homework for you lot out there this is a very different format for us and we really really wanted to work so please spread the world word far and wide if you have a friend or a colleague or a family member or a lover or an enemy who loves telly like us and you think that they would like this podcast then would you mind telling them about it as always we want to hear what you're watching trinepod at gmail.com if you like long form you can also message us via our absolutely gorgeous website trinepodcast.com Dot com, or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at ShrinePod. As Brenda mentioned at the top of the show, we release these episodes early to our lovely patrons. You can find us at Patreon forward slash ShrinePod. Give what you can. Life's hard enough. We don't want anyone going broke. <laughs> that is it now from us. Happy Patty Jubes to everyone who celebrates. We have a lot of listeners in the UK. So have a gorgeous weekend. Oh yeah, they Hope have a corgi. All a street party. Anna, they have a Colin the Caterpillar cake, but it's actually um, one's the queen and the other one's the corgi. And I really wish I was in the UK to eat the corgi. Isn't that just gorgeous? We might. Do you think they might make their they, way over? We they might get definitely the won't sell them in Dublin. No, they will not sell them in Dublin. <laughs> yeah, actually, fair enough. Um, so everyone have a gorgeous <laughs> bank holiday weekend. We get one on Monday, just like a sympathy one. It's not um, for any we'll queen. We'll be back in your ears next Thursday. <laughs> Ta-ta. Bye, guys. Ta-ta. Watch there the are. Lincoln Lawyer. Have a cup of tea. This is TV worth talking about, and we want to hear what you have to say. Find us now on Twitter and Instagram at ShrinePod. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.